It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's TV Tuesday. Spirekins Podcast, where we talk about new and recent TV shows. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And hope you guys are excited for another fun-filled episode. Remember to like and subscribe to the podcast at www.spirekin.com. You could also hear this on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash spirekin. And if you like what we do, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash spirekin to support us and help us to create more fun content for you to enjoy. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can email us at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. And also, Greta may be getting an email soon. Yay. And you could tweet us at Spirekin. Now that that's all out of the way, let's actually get to it because we've got a lot to talk about for this week, which is June 23rd through the 29th. And we've had some fun shows to talk about. And while we didn't talk about any of the shows that some of you requested, a lot of the Netflix shows or the shows on Hulu, we have some new shows. So let's start off with the one that I'm excited to talk about. Star Wars' Bad Batch Season 1 Episode 9, Bounty Lost. Directed by Brad Rao and Nathaniel Villanueva. Still think that guy's pretty awesome. Don't know why. Nathaniel Villanueva. That is an awesome name, you know. But we digress. So, following what happened at the end of last episode, the Bad Batch have to discover what is going on with Omega and what the Chemonians are planning. Meanwhile, Omega is going to have to escape from her predicament while running into an old frenemy. This episode was very different and revealed a lot of what was going on in the universe. And we found out more about what's going on with Omega. And I completely forgot, if you've never listened to this podcast before, we have a spoiler-free section, which is this first part. Then after the music, we have our spoiler section. So if you haven't watched this episode, don't worry, you're not going to be spoiled yet. But once the music starts, we'll get to the spoiler section. Cool? All right. So what did you think about this episode, Bounty Lost? Well, I like Bad Batch. And even though I don't like that Omega is, is like, can I say captured? Is that spoiler? She, no, we know she's captured. Okay. I, even though I don't like that she's captured, I like that her, her boys are coming to get her. But she didn't need them. She did it all on her own. Well, she got out on her own, but she still needed a ride. Yes. And also have to admit that the cameo by... Someone from Clone Wars was pretty awesome. Seeing him realized, and there's rumors he's going to be showing up in the new Book of Boba Fett. And I'd love to see him realized as a real person. But overall, this is one of the better episodes. Do you think this was better than last week's? Um, I I thought it was an excellent episode. I like the one with the lightning energy stealing geckos. So like four episodes ago. Better, yeah. I think that this episode... But I still really liked it. The ending for this episode, I think, was a little too nice and neat. I would have liked it stretched a little bit longer, like maybe something happened, and then, well, we'll get to that in the spoiler section. But overall, this is one of the better episodes, and one highly recommend. This is one of those ones you should watch it soon. Definitely. And we'll talk more in the I spoiler section. I like the whole section. series. I, I feel like it's a... It's one continuous story, which is awesome. Yeah, I feel like you just have to binge it. Yeah. So let's get to the next one, Lego Masters Season 2, Episode 4. That's incredible. Wait, no, the T fell off, so it's... Hats incredible! You gotta admit, you love that pun. I love all of the puns. Yes. So in this episode, the Lego Masters were pitted with a very unique challenge. They were given a color based on a piece of clothing, and they had to make something... Well, no, they were... It ha- they were given... A- they have to go pick their clothing without being able to see inside the bag for a runway show. 
and their clothing is just all one color, but you don't know until you get your bag back to your workstation and zip it open. And you have to create a hat to go with it. And this is a hat made of Legos. So it's going to be heavy. And you have to not touch it or hold it with anything but your head for five seconds. Which means you can hold it while you're walking down the runway, but you have to pose for, was it five seconds? Five seconds. Five seconds. You have to pose for five seconds without supporting it with your hands. And that's kind of crazy because you think about it, it's like, oh, you make a little paper hat. No, it has to be elaborate and beautiful because the person who is the lowest one or the person who falls over gets kicked out. And we had some elaborate designs in this episode. We had some fall off people's heads. Yes, we did. And it was kind of interesting how it ended. Uh, I will say that there were some standouts and there were some that were pretty bad. The colors that were in this were white, gray, yellow, blue, orange, green, and black. And tan and pink. And I gotta say, there were some very interesting design choices for these people. Like, some of them were not fashionistas at all. And other ones, the minute they were like, it's a hat, they're like, yeah, you guys apparently... They're like, we know what we want to make with this. And they're saying, so you are definitely fashionistas. And they're like, we design clothing. And it's like, oh, I see. <laughs> and some were designed with style. Some were designed with function. Some were designed in a very weird way. Some were definitely not hat designers. But they... But they had interesting ideas with it, like having moving parts or having weird symbols or having it where the hat is one design one way and it's the other way. Uh, compared to the last three episodes of this season, I think this was a... Uh, well, the elimination was bullshit, I think. I think the elimination was BS, but... Not because the person who, who went away didn't deserve it. That's not it at all. I think that just the fact that the design should have been marked first... They should have marked the design, and then they should have done the fashion show. What do you mean the design should have... Oh, you mean judge the design. Yeah, have it as two parts. Not just, it It fell apart. The end. Ta-da. You know, it just kind of feels like rubbing in the eye. But overall, decent episode. Not my favorite of the season, but pretty good. This was not your favorite of the season. But we did get to see some of the people who have been very interesting and haven't had center stage show their talent, and they're showing they are a force to be reckoned with. How is this not your favorite of the season? It's hats. And I know I like hats, and I and I actually know a milliner. But still, this is not the episode I was super like, because you're not going to make a Zan cap. Well, they could. Now, for those of you who are unaware and have not listened to or seen the video, I actually have a signature hat that I wear, and I actually own six of them. They're cabbie hats. I love them. I actually go to milliners looking for them. I also have a couple yeah, of other... Yeah, it's old man hat. I have a, it's an old man hat. I like, no, cabbie hat's good. And I also have a bowler as well. Yes. Never a fedora because fedoras have been ruined by a certain singer. Bruno Mars? No, he has a cowboy hat. Well, he also has a fedora. No, 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 no. But I mean. And, and Frank Sinatra? And, and no, Frank Sinatra had the awesome fedora. They've ruined fedoras because now the fedoras have the stupid front, which is flipped up. And this oh. is not hat talk. Harry Connick. No, not Harry Connick Jr. It's a different person. I'm not going to say who, though. But I digress. So now let's get to the other show. The show that you've been enjoying so much. And you said it's better than WandaVision. I say lies. Loki! Yes. Loki Season 1, Episode 3, Lemitus. Again, directed by Kate Heron. I'm pretty sure we should stop just saying who the director is for all the, the Marvel shows because of the fact that they're always directed by the showrunner. But 
who knows? So in this episode, um, uh, how still, do they should get credit? They're the director. Yeah, they should. So in this, but anyway, going back in this episode, our Loki one one three zero has followed the murderous variant into the time portal from last episode and ends up due to some circumstances stuck on Lamentus one, a moon that's going to be crushed by a planet. And because of his shenanigans, they are stranded on there and they have to kind of escape. And we learn a little bit about the variant in question. So what was your thoughts about this episode that was Mobius light? Why do you say Mobius light? No Mobius in the episode. He wasn't in it at all. So no Owen Wilson. I thought it was good. I don't like the the spoiler moment. The variant? I'm going to wait. To say the variant. <laughs> well, I don't like the, the, the planet that they end up on is going to be destroyed. But that's, remember, that's how they hide. I know. We learned that from last episode, and that's a slight spoiler, but not too crazy. But overall, the continuous story, how do you, it's changed so much. The first episode was essentially a therapy session. The second episode was a procedural show, and this one was a criminal escape. Yeah, I like a procedural. It's jumping from genre to genre. And it, while it does make sense, it feels a little disconnected and disjointed the story makes sense because it's loki totally but it just feels a little weird i agree uh, this episode had me it was a kind of an, a head scratcher for me also i have other theories about the character in question for the variant especially the variant. because of the big reveal about them but we'll talk about that later. But this is still a great show definitely worth watching and i'm excited for this i'm surprised that we are getting a second season but i am curious You're surprised we are or we are not? We are getting a second season of this. And I'm just curious if they're going to use a different variant for the show. And also the big reveal we found out from the variant about the TVA. That has my interest peaked. What? What? A little bit. But we digress. Um, If you want to know more, stay tuned for the spoiler section. But... We're going to just say that Loki Season 1, Episode 3, still doing great. Still a RRFC, definitely. Highest RRFC. R- really, really, really. Effing cool. Yes, RRFC. It's definitely our highest rating, worth watching, worth checking out, and it's still a great show. I'm excited for next week, or actually tomorrow, to see what happens next. Yay! But we'll talk about this more later. If you have questions or comments, you can email us. Zanspirekin.com or tweet us at Spirekin. Tell us your thoughts if you haven't watched the episode. Because we are now heading into our spoiler section. So if you have not watched this episode, stop here. And, well, we'll talk to you in a couple minutes. Otherwise, as usual, I am Zan. I'm Greta. We'll see you next time.
Dinner time. I was going to say one division, one one division. Oh, so you're still into one division land? Well, they had a better catchy song. Loki has a, a theme song that's his theme song, but. I have to admit, one of the highlights of this episode is seeing that while Loki is a frost giant, while he claims he's nothing like his brother, he is a total alcoholic like his brother, and he's Asgardian, because another! He gets totally, I love that he gets, he's like, no, I'm not going to sleep, you sleep, I'm going to have a drink. He gets completely shit-faced. He's toasted. He gets so drunk, it's funny. And he's like, I'm not drunk, I'm fine. And he's singing in Asgardian, and he's being charismatic and crazy during this, because one, let's be honest, the person that he's talking to is a variant, supposedly of himself, because we know the variant is Sylvie, aka Lady Loki. And but she, like, doesn't want to be called Loki. The minute she says Sylvie, that pretty much says she is Enchantress. She's not Loki because Enchantress went by the name of Sylvie. Well, she, and she says, don't call me that. And what they've admitted, the showrunners have admitted, is they've merged the two characters together. They've merged Enchantress with Lady Loki into one character. Which is kind of lazy, but, you know, I can deal with that. And seeing her and Loki butt heads and seeing how different they were in their thought processes was very clever. Like, she was totally like, well, I'm going to just brute my way in. And he's like, let's manipulate. And it doesn't work either way. And also, she shows up at the TVA. When it opens up, she opens up in the TVA and immediately is going to go after the timekeepers. And she tries using her enchantment to hypnotize some of the TVA agents. And when it doesn't work, her mouth drops like she didn't realize that happened. She's like, huh? And this leads to her having a bit of a problem because she's immediately fighting everybody off and kicking ass. And then we have Loki show up and they're arguing, gonna maybe they're going to kill each other, maybe they're going to be friends. And then Ravana shows up and threatens them both with death, so they escape. And they end up escaping to 2077, Lamentus 1, which, like we said, is a moon that's going to be crushed by a planet and things are going to hell. And Loki has broken the device, so it has to be charged. And it's very um, Snowpiercer-esque because they have to get on the train that's going to leave that's going to be the salvation. No, the train's going to lead to the Ark and the Ark's going to go off and they have to get on the train. So Loki... Uses his powers to sneak on the train, get her on the train, and then when he gets drunk, he immediately breaks character, and that's how they get caught. But I love the fact that they're interacting with each other, and he's telling more about himself than her. Because she seems like either she is Loki, or she didn't have the same system that he had. Well, it's clear that she they didn't have the same parents. You think that she wasn't raised by uh, Odin and uh, Freya? No. Or Freya? No. Yeah, because he's like, my mom is the one who taught me that. He's like, oh, what's, what was your mom like? Yeah, he's a mama's boy. I mean, we knew that, but now we know he's a mama's boy. There's nothing wrong with mom's boys. Nothing wrong, but it's he's a mama's boy. Also, officially, we now know, and it is canon in the MCU, Loki goes both ways. <laughs> She's like, Ta-da. like... So, tell me about it. Do you have a couple princesses or a prince? He's like, a little both, but I think you did too. It's like, oh, so he is both. But that's Loki makes sense. And it wasn't done in a very like, oh, um... um it wasn't agenda heavy. It was nicely done. It was just, he mentions yeah. it and moves on with it. And the ending of them saying they're going to hijack the ship, save the day. And 
kind of leads more character development, but the big reveal is that the TVA workers are all... Because it opens up where Sylvie's talking to the TVA hunter that she captured. Uh, I think it's 820. It was T- Hunter 18 that she kidnaps. And we find out that she has memories on Earth in like 2010. It turns out they're all variants. Of course they're all variants. We thought they this were... This is a variant show. But we thought that all the time employees were all were just, cr- well. We were told they were created by the timekeepers. But and- I think so. Here's my theory. Here's my conspiracy theory. I think that when they get zapped and with the stick and okay. they like disappear and branched off, I think they get looped in to now being a TVA employee. I don't. That's possible, but I think that because the ones that are the most evil, I don't think they do that to. I think it's the ones... I think they mess with their brain. Well, we know they mess with their brain. To forget everything. Right. I think these are all variants. I think they're variants who went off the path, but they're they're the ones who were found innocent. Like the ones who aren't going to be terminated. It's like, you were, you, were, you were screwed up. You can't go home. So we are going to reset you and you'll be fine. If you're evil, we just delete you from the universe. But if you're okay, we'll make you one of our employees. That's what I think happened. But maybe we'll find out next episode. Uh, but pretty much the ending of it is they fight their way to get to the Ark to save the day. And the Ark gets destroyed. So they're screwed. Now, fun comic reference. Lamentus 1 is the home of Guardians of the Galaxy member and former Avenger, Moondragon. So I'm wondering if we're going to get Moondragon to show up in this show, which would be cool. I mean, yes, she's the bald, telepathic uh, lover of female Quasar, but she's a major part of the Marvel Cosmic Universe. So bringing her in would be kind of cool. Could be. Could be very cool. To add her in. I know you don't know who she is, but she's a fun little character who's famous for her bald head. And she was like besties with Mantis. Like they're like best friends. But who knows? Who knows? So overall, great episode. Amazingly done. Now, let's get to the one you want to talk about. The hat. Lego Master! Lego! So what do you think about how Will did this week? Will is awesome. He's like my favorite host. You love Gob, Will Arnett, as the host? I don't know. Yeah. Wait, what did you call him? Gob? Uh, That's from Arrested Development. His character's name is Gob. Oh, I never watched Arrested Development. The thing is, I'm not, like, I don't, there's certain shows I don't like, and I shouldn't like that show. I like him as Lego Batman. Lego Batman is Lego Batman. But. He's, like, funny. He doesn't take himself seriously. He winks at the camera, but he puts his whole heart in it. Like, he takes it seriously. Like, let's go do it. He commits, but he doesn't take himself seriously. Like, I, he's just fun. He's a nice touch to the show, I think. And he's a lot, he's, he's very charismatic. And he works well talking to the cast and helping them learn things. And I thought it was fun that, like, he relaxes them, gets them to talk a little bit more. He calms them down. Like, he he is like how in the British Bake Show, how at times the hosts, like, say, it's okay, you burned it, it's fine, relax, everything's gonna be okay. That's his job. Yeah. Like, that's like... Like therapy a little bit. Like, they've taken that from the British uh, show. No, I think that's humanity. Eh, Maybe. I think that's humanity. And I liked that this challenge was just like... Very different. It was totally... We've never seen this before. Because normally when they have something that you have to go run and grab, you see what the color... Like, you see what it is and you're kind of going for, oh, which one, which one? No, we've but had this one they had to like boxes. run and... 
Yeah, but this one they had to like run and grab and they had no clue what was inside. And then it's like, oh, you have doo-doo brown. Go ahead and make a hat inspired by doo-doo brown. Or pink or white. Well, the pink was kind of cool. Or the gray, which looked so drab and bad. Yeah, it's like, oh, what do you do with gray? I will say, though, that out of our list, the ones that were the standouts that I like, I did not want uh, the grandma's hat to be good. But it looked very showgirl-esque, and it was it was flowing on its own. I thought it was so cool, because it bounced around and moved a little bit. And I liked the grandma hat. The backside was completely boring. The, but that's why they didn't get into the top three. Then right. you had White, who had... But I loved the movement in it. Their thing was they put... It was a chef's hat, so chef's hat makes sense. But they didn't make a chef's hat. They made a giant pillar... And then on top of it, they put a minifig of a chef and a which donut was, that moved. Which was cute that it like flopped from side to side. It looked dumb. It did look dumb. It, they could have said it was a cloud and it was Mario on top jumping on mushrooms. They could have said anything. It didn't look like a chef's hat. The um, the captain's hat, the pirate captain's hat looked very cool because on one side it had the ocean. On the other side, it was a volcano and a honu. Uh, sea turtle and it was like oh it's the sun it's like that's a volcano hey but if you're the judge and you see a sun then it's a sun yes it that one was impressive the phoenix rising with the phoenix on top the wizard's hat was okay i thought that one was like really kind of cool i didn't see the phoenix but i thought it was like very mayan celebrate the sun the sunday best one was mediocre it was poorly done which one was Sunday best? It was the it was the the purple and blue one. Yeah, that it, one was bad. It was it should have been at the bottom too. It, it was. It, it, looked, it looked uninspired. It you know what the best lazy. part of that hat was? When they left the glasses that they made to go with it. Yeah, that was the best part of the hat. It looked just really bad. And the top two were Zach and Wayne who made the Robin Hood hat because the reason was one. They didn't need to touch it. They, they just walked out and it was perfectly fine. Everyone and else is struggling. They he just made the out. arm part so that he put his arm up and it was like he was shooting the arrow. It was like... It was very Integrated well to done. the outfit. It was very cool. And Zach and Wayne are tied for my favorite this season. It's them and, of course... I like the math teacher and the other guy. Dave and we'll get to Dave and Richard, what will happen to them because that was a travesty, but... Zach and Wayne are becoming my favorite, and I think they're going to last. I think they're going to wait, because they've been mainly on the top. Yeah. And the one, other ones, Michelle and Natalie, when they came out, they were charismatic and interesting from the first episode, but we haven't really seen them go too crazy. Like, the first ep- first episode, they made the parade float, which was the paint cans exploding. Really fun, but we could see they could do more. And this one, they shined, and that magic hat, they won with the magic hat. Yeah, I'm looking at a. I pulled up one of the photos, and the gray, the hat from the front was so cool, and it was just like night and day, cool, and then so not cool in the back. But that chef's hat is. They made a table. Yeah, true. But we're talking about the black hat, though. Yeah, the black hat with the netting on the front, like the little birdcage aspect with the asymmetricalness with the loop-de-doo up top that was swirling around that had movement like a magician's wand moving was really cool like the only thing it was missing if they if they kept it kind of as is but they added a coffee cup and a croissant they could have called it a breakfast at tiffany's hat 
Because all of the clothes and breakfast at Tiffany's were avant-garde and kind of crazy, but still yet really classic. And I felt like that was in line. I loved it. They there, there should have been rocked. a reward for this episode of something interesting. That's the one thing that Lego Master hasn't gotten right, really, is their rewards are just, here's this. Nothing crazy. I wish they did, like, here's a trip to this, or here is something cool, a fashion statement, something. I don't know. That's me. Or they win a Lego hat. Not made out of Legos, but like a Lego baseball hat or something. Like I don't know. It, and next week we're gonna have the return of the gold brick, which honestly, the gold brick every other episode, unless someone's hoarding it, is not a great incentive. There should be something else in this. That was my one gripe with the show so far. But now let's get to the bottom two. First off, we have Dave and Richard. I love them. I think they're great. They've been on the top this time. They failed not because of their design, which was well done. It was. Because the design fell apart. It smashed. It smashed really bad. And they tried to save it. They held it. They And it almost saved it. And it looked really impressive. It was tall. It was like a carnival showgirl's hat. And that's what it was inspired by. It's just the weight distribution of it. Because they, they could have fixed it, but it would have looked terrible. And they said, we wanted to go for the look, not the weight. Now, on the other hand, we had Moto in Paris. Now, Moto in Paris, they have been... They're the engineers? Yes. Structurally, they've been coming up with some great like, okay. design work. But The they're... brim of this hat was cool because they actually made fabric out of Legos. Like, they could have done a dress challenge and won. It was they a could... bad hat. No, they... They should have had the snake wrapping around the hat and, like, coming down so... rather than just sticking... They were making a pith hat... Like a jungle hat with a snake in it, and the way they designed it didn't work. It wasn't but they put connected. The, the, they put yeah, it didn't. It, it should have been integrated. Right, the snake was just standing up on a tall pole, so like that snake was just like independently on its own, sticking straight up out of the top of the hat. I felt like maybe you should say, well, if your snake stays up for more than four hours, seek medical attention. Yeah, but it just fell apart. It wasn't. It wasn't connected well. It wasn't cohesive and just looked bad. But the fabric that they made out of it no, they're, was like they're brilliant. So and if so they cool. have a redemption, they should do a redemption challenge where one of them can come back. And I think that they would be good at their redemption challenge. You know what it was? Is they're engineers and they had cool ideas, but they're not fashionistas. But it's not just fashionistas. They've done terrible in other thing rounds too. Think about the building challenge. Their structure was sound, but their outside fell apart immediately. But their outside was designed to fall apart, but it was still ugly. Yeah, they, they, they're they not... They're function over form, but they need a little bit of deform. Yeah. But overall, good. Can't wait for the next episode. I'm excited. You? Way excited. I like it. And now let's get to Bounty Loss. Now, first off, the big spoiler. Omega is actually the twin sister of Boba Fett. He... She is the she's, daughter of Jango Fett. She I didn't expect that. She is original clone. She's a first generation clone of Jango a, Fett. Yeah. Which is crazy. And she is the one that they're after because she's a first generation. She's the last first generation that they can get a hold of with untainted DNA. It's her or Boba. And so that is why the Kimonans are after her. Yeah. And they've also said straight up that the minute they, they're done with her, they are going to kill her. And. Lama Su is totally perfectly fine with that. And Nala Say is more like, no, this is my daughter. I want to save her. 
and she's the one that hires Fennec to save Omega from Cad Bane. And it becomes a big, Omega escapes from Cad Bane, and then we have Fennec show up to fight him. And the Bad Batch are kind of like, we're in a... What do we do? We're on the Marauder trying to find out where you are. It's a Marauder Light episode. This is the episode you've waited for where Omega takes center stage and she has to protect herself and she does a pretty decent job. Also, we get more of the relationship with her and Fennec, I think, because I think that Fennec would totally screw over Lama Say to like adopt Omega as her apprentice after getting the money. Fennec is the model alien? No, Fennec is the bounty hunter. Oh, yes. The one the one who gets shot in the, the stomach. Girl in the girl bounty hunter. Yeah. She cuz there's a maternal instinct. She's not all bad. She's pretty bad. Like she totally She's totally bad, but she's not all bad. I don't know. Also the thing is I w- could have sworn that she'd been hired by Boba Fett. That was my theory the entire episode like Boba Fett hired her. That has to be it. It's like Because they're super close in Mar- Mandalorian. Mandalorian, right. And we know that's the future. So who knows? So what do you think about the fact that we didn't get any of the bad batch really doing much this episode? I thought it felt like a sweet ensemble cast where they're giving her a spotlight. But I don't want a spotlight on everybody else. If it's just about her, I think that's really cool. You know what I mean? In general for the whole show or just for this episode? In general for the whole whole show. I don't think it should because the show is about them and she's been added to it. Right, but this episode was like all about her. Which I think is fine for the episode, but I don't think, I personally don't think it'll It'll I last. want more of the whole Bad Batch. Yeah. Yeah. And after everything that's been going on, because we did... And I really p- like the dumb one. Wrecker? Yeah, he's my favorite. Yeah. Well, Wrecker's Wrecker. He's sweet. He, like, made her the little apartment he's and ho- gave him, gave her his, like, little stuffed animal. And yeah, but on the same token... He's he, like he, the he, twin brother. Yeah, but on, like I said, the same token, he's also a horrible killing machine when he wants to be. Like, he's like a Jason yes, Voorhees level but she's murderer. Like, but she's like his sister, so... Yeah. She, he's not going to kill her. I could, I could see that. Now, some questions that people have asked us, and I've talked to other people about this, uh, for the season. Do we want to see... Because it opened up where we have bandaged crosshairs trying to shoot them and stop them. Do we want to see redemption with crosshair, or do we want crosshair to stay just the bad guy? Personally... We, I either want... I want redemption. I want the chip out of his brain, and I want him to be a sleeper agent... A double agent and go in and blow something big up. Or like redeem himself and he dies like that. Like but the, the chip has to come out. My theory, and here's what I'm thinking. I mean, That's not my theory. That's just what I want. What you want. But my, what I'm thinking it's going to go is that I think that with what happened with the ion engine last episode, I think that may have damaged the chip. And it's like, he, it's going to come to a head where he's going to confront them and they're going to say, we'll get the chip out and you'll be fine. And he'll just flip around, show a scar, say, I've got the chip out months ago. It doesn't matter. Oh. Orders, orders are orders. And he's just totally one of the bad guys now. I just want that to be good. I think it's going to be good either way. The show is still inventive and great. And next season, we're going to get some cool stuff, hopefully. But think that's it for this episode and there wasn't too many spoilers on any of the shows because it wasn't like no i feel like it was like a light week in television in general it was very light week in in general nothing crazy happened uh next week though a bunch of shows are going to be starting including star girl season two 
We're probably going to talk about the pilot, and that's about it. We still need to, to finish off Snowpiercer, because we, well, we all know why we stopped talking about Snowpiercer. That was a really bad two weeks. Uh, but we got to finish Snowpiercer to get back on there, and we got to talk about some of the other shows. Like, Sandman's coming out, and that looks great. And Sandman? Sandman is going to be great. Very? Well, depends on what you think. I I think it's going to be good because it's the first two story arcs, and we got Charlie Dance playing the guy who summoned Sandman. So, well, we know what happens to him. He's going to get screwed over. Well, that's for our comic uh, podcast where we talk about Sandman. Anyway, as usual, I am Zan. I'm Greta. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we'll see you next week for more TV Tuesday. See ya. Keep Bye. watching TV.